Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 16. Observed wallets stuffed into back pockets. Saw purses put down, unwatched, under chairs. That was when he realized he was no longer in prison. Thirty minutes to wait until boarding. Shadow bought a slice of pizza and burned his lip on the hot cheese. He took his change and went to the phones. Called Robbie at the muscle farm, but the machine answered. Hey, Robbie, said Shadow. They tell me that Laura's dead. They let me out early. I'm coming home. Then, because people do make mistakes, he'd seen it happen. He called home and listened to Laura's voice. Hi, she said. I'm not here, or I can't come to the phone. Leave a message and I'll get back to you and have a good day. Shadow couldn't bring himself to leave a message. He sat in a plastic chair by the gate and held his bag so tight he hurt his hand. He was thinking about the first time he had ever seen Laura. He hadn't even known her name then. She was Audrey Burton's friend. He'd been sitting with Robbie in a booth at Chi-Chi's talking about something, probably how one of the other trainers had just announced she was opening her own dance studio, when Laura had walked in a pace or so behind Audrey, and Shadow had found himself staring. She had long chestnut hair and eyes so blue Shadow mistakenly thought she was wearing tinted contact lenses. She had ordered a strawberry daiquiri and insisted that Shadow taste it and laughed delightedly when he did. Laura loved people to taste what she tasted. He had kissed her goodnight that night, and she had tasted of strawberry daiquiris, and he had never wanted to kiss anyone else again. A woman announced that his plane was boarding, and Shadow's row was the first to be called. He was in the very back, an empty seat beside him. The rain pattered continually against the side of the plane. He imagined small children tossing down dried peas by the handful from the skies. As the plane took off, he fell asleep. Shadow was in a dark place, and the thing staring at him wore a buffalo's head, rank and furry, with huge wet eyes. Its body was a man's body, oiled and slick. And that's our page. So Shadow realizes he's no longer in prison. I imagine he already knew, but I think the intention is that he finally kind of realizes that the world is different out here. The very first thing that happens to him is he burns his mouth on a slice of airport pizza, probably because he's not really had a whole lot of hot food that is actually literally hot. He calls Robbie, and the narrator even notes that he knows that this is a mistake. He calls Laura and gets her voicemail. Mm -mm. Well, nope, not voicemail, her answering machine. It's 2001. I think I think back to 2001, 2002, I think I had a cell phone. I also had a phone in my college dorm room with an answering machine. And somehow the answering machine was easier? I don't know. It really it couldn't have been. Hmm. Well, we also get our first description of Laura on this page. Chestnut hair and eyes so blue, Shadow thinks she's wearing contacts. The line, Laura loved people to taste what she tasted... I got to imagine it's important in some way, but I honestly don't remember it being important as the story goes on. It does give a little bit of a insight into what makes her happy, and so then what would also make Shadow happy. He tastes the daiquiri once in the restaurant, and then again later when he kisses her. I don't know, it just there's a lot of detail, and it's probably just backstory, and hey, this is what happened, this is how they met, this is how they started falling in love. But it's tough not to ascribe some level of importance to details like 
She wanted people to taste what she tasted. Hmm. Well, there's there's a discussion to have in about 40 pages or so. Well, 40? Let's see how far we got to go. Yeah, actually closer to 50 pages, there's a discussion we can have about people tasting things Laura tasted. But for now, I guess we'll just put a pin in it. We also meet at the bottom of the page a character who does not, I don't believe ever gets an official name, but he's part man, part buffalo, and it does say Shadow was in a dark place. I can't go into any more detail until tomorrow's page. It's right there staring at me, and I could just talk about it. We could skip 17 entirely and just talk about it on 16. Do we dare? No, you're right. Then I'd have to record another episode for tomorrow. Okay, fine. We, I guess we'll end it there for the day. I don't have any other notes, and I don't have anything else that really looks important on the page. But if there's something important to you on the page, you should let me know. Uh, the email is theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com. Twitter is worldbeyondpod. We'd like to thank Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme song. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow with another page. Remember, only the gods are real. <laughs>